Good evening, good evening. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to start off in decency and order, y'all. And we're going to come out of Psalms 118 and 6. And it says, The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? That was a great reminder in Psalms 118 and 6 for you to remember that with God at your side, who can stand against you when God got your back, y'all? So we got to constantly remember during your situations when you got your ups and your downs and, and the situation you might be sitting here talking about you depressed and, and the job ain't going right, your, your household's all up upside down and, and shambles. Guess what? With God right next to your side, he got you. He's with you. And despite what's going on, he's, he got a bigger plan for you. You just can't see it yet. Stay with the faith. Hold on to his hand, his unchanging hand, and it will be better. Just got to pray. Just got to fast. Just got to stay on track. But dear Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing this halfway through this week continue to bless us continue to be with us continue to show in the midst of what you have planned for us what you have in stored for us god continue to show your wisdom and your mercy towards us right now lord god we just thank you for all the things that you've blessed us with everything that you stopped from killing us harming us and tearing us down god thank you for being able to build our name up lord to be able to restore us and, and bring us to solid ground god bless everybody under the sound of my voice everybody listening now and anybody listening later and god we just thank you we glorify you we give you all the glory and all the praise we ask you right now in the mighty name of jesus to be able to touch everybody from the top of their head to the sole of their feet to be able to walk straight see straight and be able to hear your voice clearly and we said it all in jesus precious name amen amen this is pastor jan like always you can find me on anointed jaylon on instagram and twitter or you can find me at pastor jaylon calhoun on face to the book and one thing i want to say i'm in the studio by myself tonight but it's okay though because we gonna keep on keeping on all right so one thing i wanted everybody to say i wanted to thank everybody that showed great support to the anointed summer party 2019 last sunday was dope it was an experience outside this world it was a great concert the musicians the singers the spoken word we even had vegas praise in the house it was just christians showing unity coming together having a great worship experience it was dope and if you missed it you really missed out a great experience but you can still see the whole experience if you go to anointed radio on facebook you can see each performance or if you want to see the whole concert like you was right there front row Go ahead and go to YouTube and type in Anointed Summer Party 2019 and you will be able to see the whole show. Two hours of it. Great word. Great singing. Great performances. I mean, it was, it was deliverance happening, y'all. The spirit was moving. It was a shift in the atmosphere. It was so great. Man, if you weren't there, you missed something. So, definitely check out anointed summer party on youtube check out our videos of everybody but i would like to thank on air miss latoya walker latasha mccall dr marvietta clay chris johnston kevin walls anton dotson pearson erica nicole and all lady aj coach Everybody on the Anointed Radio staff, we thank our vendors, Good Fruit Hats, and um, Annie with her her, her gold bling um, paparazzi jewelry. If you ever need paparazzi jewelry, check out Aunt Annie Taylor, who was there as a vendor. It was great. Definitely check out the Anointed Summer Party 2019 on YouTube. See the great experience. Even get to see Pastor Jay sing, y'all. Yes, you get to see Pastor Jay sing on the video even the finale was dope and with the finale was its own music video so you have to go check out the anointed summer party uh finale 
more than anything finale man we passed the mic the mic was moving the spirit was moving it it, it was it was a blessed situation definitely go check out the whole experience so we're gonna go ahead and go into the mix and in the mix i'm gonna play a song since i said more than anything you didn't get the anointed summer party version which you could go on youtube and check out with pastor jay we're gonna go ahead and play lamar campbell more than anything amen amen see you on a minute I just want to say that I love you more than you. 
This is our city, God equipped me with an arsenal and some clarity Kiss me doing the impossible, are you hearing me? What you trying to say to me and what's your angle? Peter's all around me, Cuddy, that's my angel Covered and I know where there's nowhere I can't go No debating case closed, why you hit on my woes? Yeah, I'm on fire, I might hurt folks So you better get to stepping like the church folks huh. Preach a sermon in my turf clothes With my name, you can't buy it. Drip gang, you could get hit with this trident. Don't try it. My name goes spread faster than a virus. Worry about your own, why you watching me? I'ma take it to the top, ain't no stopping me. Get up out your bag, stop stressing. Trust in the process, my time is invested. I'm chasing the check, coming first, never second. I made it from the ground, it's a blessing. I turn all my L's into lessons. Young guards never second guessed it. I'm saying. Everybody all over the room, open your mouth and worship him. Lift your hands and bless him in this place. Real simple song. Goes like this. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. Oh Lord, yes. My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve Come on, y'all got it. Come on, say, my hallelujah. From the bottom of your heart, lift your voice. My hallelujah. Simply say, you deserve it. Real simple, say it, church.
hands together one time. My hallelujah belongs to you. Everybody, come on in concert and say it. supposed to sing this tonight but I keep hearing this and after all that I've been through I've got a story to tell you he wouldn't let the devil consume me because God knew he could use me and God is known Respecter of persons. What he's done for me, he'll do the same for you. God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for me. Cause he's giving you the same grace. God is giving you the same grace. God's giving you the same grace. I'm talking about that Daniel grace. Hey, same grace. Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. Tell him, God is What he's done for me, he'll do the same for you. Respect the What he's done for me, he'll do the same for you. Cause he's given you the same grace. I needed to release that tonight. So some of you would understand that even though you are in the fire, the same grace that he gave Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is the same grace that God has given you. What is that, Bishop? What is that grace, Bishop? You're going to be in the fire, but when you come out, you won't smell like smoke. You're going to be in the fiery furnace, but when you come out, you won't look like what you've been through. God's given you the same. He's giving you the same grace. Somebody wave your hand to the room. Just say, same grace. Same grace. We're going up one more time, Vaughn. Y'all, raise it again.
have a curse on my life, but now I got grace on my life. There's a grace on my life. Cause we got church in the morning Say, there's a grace on my life Amen, amen That was William Murphy The same grace And we're going to go ahead and go into our interview And we have Miss Heather Blasio On the line, y'all Everybody welcome her we have her in the Woo! studio. Woo, woo, woo. Hey. Uh-huh. Listen, that song, that was Breaking It Down. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that, that song, song is amazing. Um, what? My God, same yeah, grace. That's the, corner, that's the corner I want to be in in heaven. Let me just come out and say that right now. I better be in the gospel Break It Down corner in heaven. <laughs> that's right. That's where I want to be. I, I put in a request. You already put that request in. I think I, I think oh, the yeah, person, long time I think ago. I, I think he already knows. I think he's like, yeah, I got that right no, I spot. Told, I was like, God, I said, God, here's what's up. The people that can't sing and hold a tune worth poo on earth, you will redeem them and put them in the front row of the gospel choir in heaven. I know. I know this. So I got a chance coming down the road. <laughs> Amen. I, I like I'm that. I'm telling you, right? Yes. I like that. I I never thought about that. I was like, okay. So listen, if you couldn't sing on earth, it's okay. Because God gonna get you. Because you'll be you'll sing forever in heaven. You'll sing forever in heaven. Everybody that could sing on earth, take a seat. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that would be horrible. Because that's what I, I I'm like, man, God, I could sing to you all day every day especially i won't get tired weary don't have to worry about eating worry about nothing i could just sing the glory of god and yeah. be in your presence all day yeah. i do that here and that's just a, a little sample but just think about it heaven right. where you can sing all day i don't want to take a seat i want to oh, be man I'm, I'm act a fool once i get up there oh yeah oh you don't please look out like like down here in south florida we have hot 105 which does sunday morning joy every morning and i lose my mind in my car going to church that's all I listen to is Sunday Morning Joy on Hot 105. And and I'm like, if that is a sliver of heaven, oh, man, I can't wait to get there someday. Amen. So going but into. On God's watch. Okay, anyway. Going into Pastor Jay's famous icebreaker question. Dun, dun, dun. I need, like, okay. music for the background for that. So <laughs> my question to you is, what is your favorite sport? Sport? Mm-hmm. Sport? Yeah. Well, I mean, I got, I'm from Chicago. I got to represent the GOAT and Uh-oh. say that basketball's the sport and MJ's the GOAT. Okay, I agree with you. Now I have to ask you Can a I get, part two I need with one that. one witness. I need one witness. <laughs> I, need, I need to ask a part two to that since we went with basketball. So... Will you compare LeBron with Michael Jordan? It, it's 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 a silly argument. All you got to do is say how many rings LeBron, how many rings Michael, and I'm going to drop my microphone and walk away. Boom! You did. That was the right question. Yeah, I got oh. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So one thing I wanted to just kind of say for all the people that I'm introducing you to and either reintroducing where are you originally from where's your hometown born in Bowling Green Ohio raised in Chicago and have spent my adult life in South Florida amen so how did you first get into ministry great question I left Chicago to get away from a guy And the only connection I had was one youth pastor in South Florida. I graduated from college with him. And I called him up. I was like, yo, I got to get out of here. You guys, does your church have anything? Because I had a degree in business management. Well, the church was looking for a bookkeeper. Hmm. So it worked out that I wanted to leave Chicago for good. And the church in South Florida had a friend of mine and they were looking for a bookkeeper my degree was in business management and so in 
May of 1996. I put all my crap in a U-Haul, attached my car to the back of it, and drove from Chicago to South Florida. Never went back. First, I'm very interested on how long of a drive is that? Dude, that's brutal. Not going to lie. And I was like this pasty white 23-year-old girl fresh out of college trying to do the, you know, I got this. I'm woman. Hear me roar. So I can take a U-Haul with a car carrier attached to it from Chicago to South Florida. It's about a 24, 26-hour drive. Um. <laughs> I just didn't do it right. Yo, full disclosure, I somehow wrapped the car carrier in the U-Haul around a gas pump at a gas station halfway somewhere in Tennessee, and I couldn't – it was jackknifed. So if I would go forward, I'd take out the gas pump. If I'd go backward, I'd take out the gas pump, you know, cause an explosion, minor things. And so I had to ask this truck driver. I was like, yo, man, I'm just a dumb, pasty white blonde from Chicago. I really don't know what I'm doing here. Can you help me? <laughs> and he helped me unjackknife my car and car carrier from the gas station. I went on my way. <laughs> see, you see, it was destined for you to go to Florida because during that time, I hear a lot of times that there's always an incident. I had a cousin that was driving from Oakland to Las Vegas, and his whole trailer fell off. Like, he oh had my an RV gosh. in the back, and he was like, thank God I was oh. not... <laughs> that I was not in the back when it came off. It was like, you know, one of those bumpy freeways and it just bumped. Yes. And the whole RV. Oh, and he was like, I don't know what happened, but it was in a sketch part of town. And out of nowhere, oh. everybody came either out of frustration or because they wanted to help and got the RV back on the truck so that they could keep driving. Oh, man. See, I feel I feel that I can feel that. It's resonating with me. <laughs> so I, I feel like when you were going through that moment, God was like, I got you. You know what? You're going. Yeah. You're about to yeah, go. Yeah. You by yourself. And let's go ahead yep. and make sure that you, let me cover you right quick. There you go. Yep. 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 Yeah. Because, you know, I was I wasn't really dialed into God at that time, but I did pray an audacious prayer. And I said, I I need a I need a new beginning. I need a fresh start. And I'm and I'm going to give that to you because you're all I have and I'm going to trust that you're going to help me get that. And, and he, he did, it wasn't easy to get to Florida, but he provided the route. Nonetheless, it wasn't easy for the Israelites to get to the landfall with milk and honey either, but he made sure they got there. Right. And one thing I want to kind of ask is, so how did, what inspired you to start speaking? But, great question. When I was in kindergarten, um, I auditioned for a play the three Billy Goats Gruff in, outside of Chicago. And I made the play. I was the troll under the bridge. Crappy casting, but nonetheless, I made the play. And I realized at a very young age that I don't have a fear of public speaking or performing. And so that's just something that I gravitated towards throughout elementary school. And as I got older, it was less play and skits and more you know, articulating a message or a point or an essay. And so it's just, it's just always been in me. Um, it's just evolved though, as I've gotten older. And one thing that I, I know I wanted you to kind of just more elaborate is your message behind your speaking. What is the main thing that gave you your passion about right. your message? Right. Right. Well, I have an unusual, um, unorthodox story. And I think that that's what has opened up doors for it to be shared is it's not one that's been out there. Um, and because I, at the end of the day, what I will, what I've dedicated the rest of my life to doing is everything I can to make sure one more person doesn't take their life by suicide. Amen. And I've, I've, I've trolled the scriptures. I've made the comebacks with God in my own personal life. I know that I know that I know that suicide is never 
the option or the answer. Right. And so I've dedicated my life saying, God, here I am, send me wherever you want to help somebody not do it. Like just like tonight, you're in Las Vegas, I'm here in South Florida, but I raced home to make this call to you, but I was at the women's prison doing chapel for women serving life sentences tonight before I called you. Now that's got my heart because if there's a place where the devil is going to hone in on people to give up and take their life, it would be somebody that is behind walls for the rest of her life. Right. I just don't believe that's the case though. I believe that if God created you and allowed you to be born, you weren't miscarried, you weren't aborted, you're still here. If you're still breathing, he can do something. Well, you know, it's, it's crazy th- about about when I think about the scriptures and when I when it was a, it was a time where I struggled with that, um, that thought mm-hmm. I was transitioning from mm-hmm. the United States Army I was coming home. Everything wasn't going right. The devil was busy. I was misplaced. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I thought about it and then I came across the scripture. And I don't know how I just came across, you know, it was one of those times where you just open your Bible and it was at a scripture. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know it was a famous scripture. After I start saying this, it, it's kind of like when you buy that car and everybody else have that car too. And mm-hmm. when I opened up my scripture, it was it went to Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven. For I know mm-hmm. I know the plans I have for you. I declare that I plan to prosper you, not harm you. Plan hope, joy, and a future. What got me right to know is is not that I had a plan for you. It was the last part. I got a future for you. Mm, that mm-hmm, was the deep mm-hmm. part. Cause I'm, when you look into how he was like, you know, I got hope and a future with meaning you got to still lift to see it. Right. Right. And that right there made me yeah. like, man, okay, I'm out of my feelings. God, I see that this is foolish. I see, you know, I started definitely praying and fasting after it, but it was just right there when the scripture just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, man, that's not me. I would never tell you to right. do that. That's nothing right. of me. I got plans for you. And that's just an right. attack of the enemy, you know. And I think that's oh, yeah. what a lot of people have to start realizing that, you know, God don't put bad things in your life. Your choices put mm-hmm. bad things into your life. That's why he says mm-hmm. right there, I have no evil intent for you. I have hope, joy in the future. Mm-hmm. Those bad things right. that come in your mind and in your in, in in your living every day is because of the consequences and things that you've chose, and or others have done to you. Correct. And and like I've always said, darkness is never learned; it's introduced. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's just mm-hmm. something that you know, because I've lost man. Suicide has been such one of my big you know, ministries that I've tried to help so many people with that because I mm-hmm. lost a good childhood friend to suicide. Um, he actually mm-hmm. um, hung himself behind his mother's, his, his mother's house and it, and it devastated me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I lost a, a child that was in my youth ministry that no one knew he was struggling. Like he didn't show right. signs. He came, he praise danced. He, he, you know, he did all the events. It's not like he was at home hiding it. He was there smiling, laughing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. then I had another person cause now God's brought it back to my memory where I had a, another person that committed suicide and she was a praise dancer. She, she was a basketball player and it was like, my God, where it was mm-hmm. the signs like I didn't see them and I really sit mm-hmm. there and I and I prayed like you know I, I don't want to lose another if I right. if, it, if it's something that I can do intervene talk or anything I do not want to lose another no it to me it's the biggest it, it, it's it's you know a part of me I don't want to say dies but a part of me just break a little teeny part of my heart breaks off when I attend another suicide funeral or um, am informed to, to visit a family because there was a suicide. You know, I because I know by my own ongoing diagnosis and struggle that it is a palpable option. 
but I don't have to yield to it. And neither did that person. Mm-hmm. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now, who's in the world? He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. Amen. But I am a child of the living God. And if there's a king in my heart, there's a crown on my head. And I can defeat who wants to kill my life, steal my marriage, and destroy my ministry. Mm. With God, I can defeat him. And I have got to perpetually remind myself of that. And I practically have steps that I always communicate on my blog of how I do that. But um, I just will not, you know, my, you know, years ago I was diagnosed. I mean, before anybody was talking about mental health, this was 20 years ago. Um, I tried to take my life in a public parking lot and my husband was a pastor and found me in the middle of it. Um, and I almost had become like the, this was on July 30th. 2000. So yesterday was its anniversary, but I had almost become like the, the, the demoniac in the in Book of Mark in the Gerasenes, just a completely animal-like, savage, rabid, uncontrollable beast. So determined to kill myself, and and you know he couldn't stop me, not for lack of trying. And so he had to call 911, and many first responders showed up, and it has been relayed to me by public account and witness that six male first responders were unsuccessful in getting me to stop taking my life in the car that day. Um, just the, 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 just so much power and strength that was not from God in wanting me to really succeed this time and taking my life. So they were forced to tranquilize me, took me to the hospital and treated my injuries. And then they, you know, the state of Florida said, you're not fit to be in society. We're going to lock you up in a psych ward. Mm. I was transported to a psych ward. And on July 30th, 2000, locked up in a psych ward, I had blood on me, piss, throw up. I was in an isolated room lest I hurt somebody else or myself. They isolated me and locked in this room with four concrete walls and nowhere to escape to, nothing to get lost in. I was forced to either deal with my demons or walk with my Savior. And I said, I was just spent the night crying and cussing at God as the pastor's wife because I was like, you won't even let me die. And I tried so hard and I'm so sick of failing at suicide. So I was like, fine, you win. But if you, you get me out of this place, I'll dedicate the rest of my life helping people not end up here. Mm. And that was 20 years ago. And I have not gone back to a psych ward and I have helped God help people not end up there. Amen. And it's not, you know, it's, it's an ugly business. It's not easy. I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't wish it or give it to anybody. Sometimes people want to do the whole mental health. I want to go into a mental health movement or a ministry. I'm like, be careful what you ask for. Because no sooner will I show up to the scene where a suicide took place, that that will become my struggle all night long for my own self. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's, I, I, I'm obedient and I try to be a good steward, but I'm always still praying God restore my mind and take away the suicidal ideation. Restore my mind, please. So. My God, you know, and one thing I could definitely say is if there's, if, if there was somebody that is thinking about it, pondering on it, tried it, attempted and failed, what would you tell them? That they tried and they failed? Yeah, if they've tried, because, you know, there's so many people that have tried and failed at. And they don't succeed. Mm-hmm. Well, then, I, you know, I don't, I know, I know what, I know what I would tell them because I know what I have to tell myself. You know, it, there will be some days where it's so hard, so tempting. The thought starts in the back of my head and it, and it begins with something not like you're a loser, you'll never make it. No, the enemy is a little more sly than that, and he'll say things to me like, you know, your husband is a really dignified pastor. He probably could find a wife that's a little more normal. Mm. Or, you know, your teenage, your two teenage boys, it's, it's kind of embarrassing that their mom has this ministry. You take yourself out, they could probably have a little bit more of a normalcy in a mother figure than you. Mm. And man, I gotta, I gotta take those captive. I immediately will call my psychologist, who's a Christian, 
and I immediately call my three, which are my husband, my pastor's wife, and my pastor. Um, I immediately start reading my my Bible verses that um, speak to life. You know, I just have to take it seriously. I treat it as if I was an epileptic that was having a seizure or asthmatic that was having an asthma attack. Mm. Um, and to anybody that has tried and has failed, I would say you're not a failure. You're a winner because you're still here. Amen. And what I would say to them is that you need to understand the power of you still being here. You're not a plan B and we can't go to Costco and buy a backup for you. You're not going to find another one of you on eBay. There's no carbon copy. There's no replica. There's no twin. There's no backup. You're it. You're the only one of you. And if you or me remove ourselves from humanity, we have taken away a part of humanity that can't be replaced. We've left a hole Mm -hmm. in the human race. And we need to ante up on the value of ourselves because we're it. And even when it sucks, we need to live it. You know, because, because we are the only one of ourselves, someone is looking up to us and they're not giving up because we're not. Mm. And so, you know, these are just the things that I tell myself that I would tell someone else. And what I I definitely would love for you to share, what's like, if you could remember a a scripture, one of the scriptures of life that you would read if you were struggling. Yeah, of course. Um, You know, when I get called to a hospital where there was a suicide attempt, sometimes they can interact with me. Sometimes they're on life support and they cannot. And regardless, I speak these verses over them because they are the words of life from God's book of life. I don't even ask permission. (laughs) Whether they are, you know, in a coma or they are alert, I will, if they've asked, if the family or them has asked me to visit, they're going to hear me pray over them these three verses. The one is Deuteronomy 30, 19. Oh, that you would choose life, that you and your descendants might live. If I had succeeded in killing myself on July 30th, 2000, not only would I have taken myself out of humanity and left that hole, I would have denied humanity the joy of my two sons. Mm. So that's why that verse is very powerful to me. Is and descendants is a is kind of proverbial. Maybe you can't have kids. Maybe you won't have kids. But there is somebody impressionable looking up to you. And right. if you take yourself out, you take a part of them out. So Deuteronomy thirty nineteen. The other one, this one's one. This one jam right here, man. Like if I didn't, if I wasn't screwed of needles, I would tattoo this on me. But needles wig me out. <laughs> but it's um, I can't do it. I could do a. I could do like that rub on though. I could do the rub on tat of this. This would be. But Psalm one eighteen, seventeen. This one's my jam. It says I will not die. Instead, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. People that want to take their life are in, they're living in hell on earth. Well, you know what? Live it and then get on the other side of it and tell somebody how the Lord helped you get out of it. Mm. That's powerful. And then there's one more, and this one's kind of savage, but I listen, I say it, especially if somebody, if there was any kind of blood involved in suicide loss. If you hang yourself, of course, there's not, but there's other ways you can try to take yourself out that is involving, that involves blood. And this is, this one is, um, this is so powerful, man. Ezekiel 16 verse six says, but I came by, and I think of myself, I came by the hospital, but I came by and I saw you there helplessly kicking about in your own blood. And as you lay there, I said, live. Mm. I love that. That's deep. Yeah. So, yep. One thing I want I wanted um, to kind of know is: is there any type of conferences, any book, or anything that you're coming out with soon? <sighs> no, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I. Great question. I have been blogging for. Um, 13 years. 
and I like it because it's a blog. It's I always promote it as a one-minute post. People don't got time for nothing more than that. I'm not a rambler. I don't got time for more than that. So it's one-minute post for like over a decade now. Two times I have been approached to write a book. One time I actually sat down, contracted, and made the commitment to do it. And I realized in that process of meeting the deadlines and making the edits, submitting the re-edits, it was so arduous and it was so um, laser focused on your time in front of a laptop. Listen, in what I'm doing, people are dying. And, and right now at the season of my life, I would rather be running into the fiery building of somebody dancing with suicide than sitting at a laptop submitting every edit for a deadline. Amen. So the Lord, I'm open to the Lord changing my heart, but right now I feel like the urgency of, of people trying to take their lives is so, it's so rampant and it, and it just breaks my heart so much. And I, I just can't sit at a laptop right now, <laughs> you know? So what, where can anybody find your blog for anybody that is, might be new listening in? Sure. Um, well, they can email me and I've got resources. I've got, um, the, you know, the 10 weapons for anxiety. And then I have 10 weapons for depression. And those are the Bible verses I carry around in my purse at all times. Um, I have a resource that I, I drafted with my husband. How do you love somebody who's crazy? Because it's one thing to be crazy like me, but it's another to try to be married to it. So we drafted something for that. Um, all that, you can email me, Heather, at oneherful.com. My blog is oneherful.com, and my handles on social media are at oneherful. Amen. Yep. And oneherful is the word wonderful, of course, with an H inserted before the E. So it's one hurtful, which comes from Psalm 139. Yo, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you for making me so complex. That's powerful. I like that. That's dope. Yeah. Like every, Thanks, man. Like a lot of people always say, you know, because they'd be like, man, you're so young, Pastor Jay. You'd be saying dope. But that's my word. That's so you, dope. You can say it, though. You can get away with it. Right. I, you know, I, I dropped dope. I dropped dope recently in a text message to somebody and I has and then I sent it. I was like, you're stupid. You're a 45 year old white woman with the last name Funk Palacios. Why are you using dope? And I was like, but I really do like that word and it fits. And it explains everything. So I, I committed, I committed and I had no regrets that I used the word. <laughs> 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 I didn't like loop back around in that in a retext and say, yo man, I didn't mean to use dope let me try to use it let me try to use a different word here no i i i i still i committed and i think i think that's the, the best way i was telling a photographer here in town so you gotta start using it because like you're a photographer so every time you take a picture be like how it look dope like i think it just fits <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i know and the more dope it is the more you can drag out the oh like dope right that's like that's like it's dope on crack like it's super fly like, like it's amplified you're like that's dope yeah. and then you add yeah, this dopeness you, right there you just add the s yeah yeah but if it's like if it's like kind of dope you're like yo man it's dope but no, you, see, don't even, you, you put really you still put a lot of effort oh. if it's not that dope i'm like oh dope dope yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but it's got potential when you really want to make the emphasis you can drag that o out for at least six syllables yeah you're right you're right about that. <laughs> but one thing I want to say, because I know it's getting into wee time of hours, is I definitely want to thank you, Miss Heather, for coming on to the show. And it's just, you know, sharing your story, sharing some tips, because I know that somebody listening is going to be able to actually take something away from this interview. So I definitely thank you. Good. And thank I you for so. investing into Anointed Radio, our little radio station here in good old Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, and I'm if proud of you guys. Anything, I was checking you out. You guys are doing great things. And oh, for I, real? I'm you was checking you guys, this out? I'm honored. Yes, I was. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Let me yeah, well, let I, me start off. That's dope. Now. That's dope. That's dope. 
No, I got that podcast app on my phone, and I was looking through all your podcasts. I'm like, good for them, man. Making a kingdom difference in Sin City. You guys, that's fresh, man. Good for you. See, that's dope. See? See? See how, how I did that? See that? You did. That was a good That was a good, That was was a good. way to use it right there. Right. But, you know, we definitely thank <laughs> you. And now you got family here in Las Vegas, so you can't get rid of us. Okay, so, sir. All it, right, good. If there's anything that is needed, if you're having anything, or if you want to, you know, put a message out there, or or if you put out a meme, because I'm a meme king of kingdom building. No, so I, shut up, so am I. So I, I, I want my whole funeral to be a slideshow of memes. Man, someday. that would be so dope. You know why? Because I want people to go out laughing. Right. Because I'm good. I know where I'm at. I'm good. I'm I'm in the gospel choir in heaven forever. I'm good. So I gotta I gotta have a slideshow of my favorite meme. Right. See, kindred spirits. That this was <laughs> this was made that we were supposed to meet because I love memes. Memes are awesome. If you look at Dude, any I of my pages, you watch is memes. Oh, stop that Baker. You watch that Baker guy? Oh, Tony Baker. I die. I yes. die. I can't even. Yes, I, I can't, he's hilarious. I lose my breath. I and lose. it's actually crazy because oh, he goes to churches and he doesn't drink, he doesn't yeah. smoke. He's a, a stand-up yeah. guy. Oh, and he's so he's funny. He's hilarious, especially with the animals. And that cram. Oh, I die. He's like, cram. I yeah. die. <laughs> I die. What is he the one that says, what in the hemoglobin? What in the hemoglobin is happening? <laughs> yes, that's what he's. <laughs> I lose it. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Uh, Dude, I you're just, like my spirit animal. I'm, I'm telling you, we're, we're BFFs. See, Pastor Jay okay, got good. family in Florida. Let's go. Yeah, okay. So, I definitely appreciate you. We're going to have another interview. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay, bud. Yeah, that's going to happen. Hey, and if anybody if anybody listening, they need somebody to talk to about the nature of what we talked about, make sure they got my email, and I, 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 will, take, I will do everything I can to help them. And make sure you go to one her full at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything, and DM her if mm-hmm. you have any things. And yeah. like when it's when it's serious, I open myself as well to people. I've had many people mm-hmm. that I've gave them my scriptures, my testimony. I didn't preach to them. I just gave them resources that I would use. And I know that Miss Heather would as well. So definitely reach out if you're listening and you having struggles. If you know you down and out and it's been on your mind, you've done planned it, you've done had all this plan. This is the time for help. So reach out. Yeah. Take that step. Yeah. You're not by yourself. Yep. You have somebody. Mm-hmm. So definitely reach out to one herful or you can reach mm-hmm. out to anointed Jalon with Mr. Pastor Jay. So mm-hmm. with that being said, I thank you. It's definitely late on your side of town. So definitely good night. And thank you. Definitely stay in touch. Will do, sir. Yes. Keep me posted as well. And I'm, sh- I'm probably tagging okay. a lot of memes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good night. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Bye. Amen. That was the great Heather Blasio. Funk Blasio. You can find her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at One Herful. She's an awesome person. You can tell by her personality that you've seen on the show. If you're struggling, I'm serious. You're struggling. You heard the testimonies tonight. And God's put you to listen to this because you've been struggling. Reach out to her. She's here. She just told you the whole situation. So she's been there, done that, got a postcard. She's here to help you. There's so many people that's here to help you. And, you know, I I don't want you to think that you are here by yourself because there's so many resources. Like I always tell people, um, the scripture I always go with is, you know, Jeremiah 29 11 Heather gave out some and if you just need somebody to talk to maybe you don't want to talk to Pastor Jay or if you don't want to talk to um, Miss Heather go ahead and call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 again it is 1-800-872 I mean 1-800-273-8255 
800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. And I just want to definitely just pray for everybody that might be going through suffering. That, you know, you, you're tired of putting that mask on. You know, one thing that is really interesting is if you go listen to Elton John. Yeah, I know it's Elton John. I'm a Christian show, and I said Elton John. If you go look at the the song lyrics, I'm still standing. After the mask is gone, the hurt of a childhood. He's talking about how he went through addiction, pain, alcoholism, suicidal mind, and he made it, and he was still singing, I'm still standing, I'm sober, I'm still standing, despite how everybody count me out, put the odds against me, said I wouldn't make it, I'm still standing, yeah, 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 that song is encouraging, definitely listen to it, but I want to pray with everybody tonight that might be struggling with this, dear Heavenly Father God, just give them the voice to speak out for help, give them the strength to find help give them the peace that they're searching for give them the answer that they're looking for show them comfort and show them that they are wonderfully and beautifully made that they're the head not the tail and that they are destined for something that they have hope joy and a future god right now in the name of jesus touch somebody that's in the room touch somebody that is listening to my voice so that they can be able to know that there is help there is somebody out there to help them they just have to make the effort that the devil is a lie and that nothing that he can touch he does not have the power that we have power and dominion and God, you love us and with us. Nobody can stand against us. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Just to God, let us be able to remember your promises so that we could be able to be strong in the times of week. While you take our right hand and say, why are you afraid? Because I am with you. God, right now, we just ask you to just touch everybody who's struggling. Touch everybody under the spiritual attack of the enemy. That they could have the strength to know what to do, how to do it. And give them that intervention to help them save the precious life that they have. Because there's only one of them. And they are worth something. God, give them the, the vision to see how much value and worth they have in their life. We said it all in Jesus' precious name amen and one thing i wanted to everybody to go come on cletus that, that's the wrong one cletus thank you cletus all right one thing i want everybody to remember is that you never know what somebody's going through so remember to always show love hug on somebody smile at somebody Ask them how they're doing because a lot of times we forget to just ask somebody, how you doing today? That could save somebody's life. So remember, we're here to help each other. Be there in the midst, in the room to help somebody that you might not even know at work, on the bus, on in the car, driving around, somebody you see on the side of the road. So help somebody. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. With that being said, I'm Pastor Jay. See you this Sunday, special Sunday, because it's your boy's birthday. Much love. And like I always say, Pastor Jay got something to say. I'm praying for you. I got love for you. I believe in you. See you on Sunday. On my birthday. Bye, y'all.